set of challenges. Who better to give you advice than these knuckleheads? Who let them have a podcast anyway? Need your mama's permission. This is the Battle Podcast. What up, man, and welcome to the battle. I'm your host, Full Money Johnny. And I'm Ray Ray all day. Well, what up, Ray? Fritz. What's going on over there, fellas? Oh, man. Another Come on, day. Ray. Come on, Ray. You got, something? you got something, Ray? I've been working. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, that reminds me. That reminds me. For all of our listeners out there, I got a phone call. It was like two days ago. I think it was around, what, 3 o'clock? 3.34, something like that. No, don't start adding time to it, Ray. <laughs> From Ray Ray all day, let me know that he was still on the clock, oh. caught up in traffic on I-4. I mean, he was like, this is what it's like to have to work a full day, man. <laughs> Talking That's about bullshit. how he ran in all that damn traffic. Oh, man. Traffic sucks. It really does, man. I've noticed in Claremont, it's just... Oh, it's horrible. It's gotten crazy. It's going to get worse with all this developing houses and everything oh, else. Hell, these people they're coming. Are, people are moving in, Coming man. by the droves. This sleepy little town ain't asleep no more. Oh, nope. no, 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 no. Hey, oh, man. The worst part is, is everybody wants to blame... We're in Florida, and everybody wants to blame the Florida drivers. It's not the Florida drivers. The problem is, is we are literally like a melting pot of people from all over the United States, all over the country. And they all bring their driving styles down here. Yeah. That's the ultimate problem. I mean, hell, can you imagine what it's like driving behind the Mainer? (laughs) (laughs) Which quick shout out to the old Mainer today. Uh, He's not with us on the podcast because he's in Texas right now with his uh, daughter who's right now uh, competing in some gymnastics. Yeah, she's like uh, eighth, moving up, moving up. Oh, third now. Yeah. Third I've been trying to follow along, man. Nationals. That's a big deal. I've been been, uh, seeing the videos. Yeah. So, I mean, they're not here. No, he's not. Man, what awesome. are we gonna do? Who are we gonna who are we gonna mess with it without the mainer? I know, right? I don't know. I'm looking over at that chair and it's empty. Uh, I got to give props to the mainer, yeah. man. He he takes a licking and keeps on ticking. Well, he's a lot like that chair. He brings like nothing to the table. I mean, no <laughs> oh, <stats. laughs> I mean, that chair's got about as many stats as Mike's got. I'll tell you that. I don't know what he's got after he was sitting in it with that diaper the other <laughs> Valentine's I, Day. It's got a load of something going on over there. Let me tell you. <laughs> I think he left something in it. Uh-huh. <laughs> but getting back to driving and how sucky it is, I think the biggest problem is, is there's so many, there's such a diversity of drivers out there. It's, it's insane. So like I said, you got them coming from Spain, Europe, Texas, California, New York. I mean, just all over the world. Brazil. There's Brazil, a lot of, a lot of yeah. folks from Brazil visit this area. Then you got those retirees. I oh, think they're right. in Clearwater. Got yeah. them, uh, Sarasota. Got the snowbirds. Got the snowbirds coming down here, yeah. you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're the ones so. that are doing it right, though. They ain't in a hurry for nothing. They ain't doing it right. You got behind a few of them, dude? Get in a hurry. Get out of my way. That's what I'm saying. They ain't in a hurry for nothing, man. They're yeah. chilling. Chilling like You said villains. they were doing it right. Oh, they got it going on. Why? They ain't got to hurry your for red, nothing. That's your red neckanisms right there, dude. You guys in no rush to do anything. That's right. You know, when you're that close to death, you don't want to be in a hurry. Uh-oh. Yeah. Woo, put on the gas. Oh, don't, 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 don't do it to the listeners. Oh, man. You're not singing Ray was bitch. breaking out right oh, then, man. Yeah. Oh, man. But like I said, man, when you're that close to death, you ain't in a hurry to get nowhere. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, I tell you true. what. And they come down here thinking they're going to start living, Ray, and you just shattered oh, their dreams in about two seconds. <laughs> now you got them down here dying rather than living. Oh, my God. And there's another word for all this. It's called diversity. Oh, yeah, diversity. It yeah. is. It we is. have a lot of diversified drivers. You yeah. know, I love, I love how they, uh, they have taken this word and just twisted it and turned it and manipulated it into something entirely what it was not made up to be, especially in our culture today, because this is the word that gets thrown around a lot. Diversity. You need well, to be diverse. Well, th- what it is, is they just want to focus on one small portion of the definition of diversity. So like one of the, one of the definitions is the practice of quality, the practice of quality of including or involving people from a range of different social and ethnic backgrounds different genders, sexual orientation, et cetera. You know, so companies they, spend millions of dollars to bring these people in and head up these departments. Yeah. Diversity. Wow. But they, they want to focus on ethnic backgrounds. That's what they want to say being diverse is. Or sexual. Yeah, yeah that's, you're that's right. You're right. Yeah. Or sexual orientation. In America today. That's it. And that's just a small part of what being diverse is or diversity. Well, the state of being diverse, variety, you know what I mean? There's a, yeah. That means to have a, a different variety. Right. And we get this all-inclusive mentality here in America today that just doesn't add up. You know what I'm saying? You know, I like steak, but I also like a little potatoes on the side. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A little corn on the cob, you know what I'm saying? A little, <laughs> little side salad. <laughs> and if I'm feeling a little frisky, maybe a little dessert. You know what I'm saying? I like a little diversity in my meal. I don't... <laughs> I don't like sitting there eating the I same got, damn I'm thing. I'm leaving every day. that one alone. Did he just say if I'm feeling a little frisky? If he's feeling frisky, I really don't eat a lot of dessert. You can ask my wife. That's not something I do. I mean, I'm I'm a I eat regular food, but I'm not big on sweets. Well, you know, it's like I like a steak. I like a fillet. I like a rib, ribeye. Yeah, yeah. You know, shoulder. I like it all. Rump what? roast, rump roast. Oh, you know, Fritz is gonna ride for the rump roast. You know it. Now, now mm. that right there just shows you a bunch of diversity in just. Meat, just one in a cow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it, it, there's no different ethnicities behind the cow. That's just the diversity and the types of meat you can get. So John and I were talking about the diversity of our group of men that we hang around. You know, we've got one that grew up in the projects. They'd say, I lived the leave it to beaver life. A lot of them would. Uh, we've got military well, they call them military brats, you know. Right. We got military background, background, um, Cuban background, uh, tattoo artist. Yeah. I mean, we have a very large, di- you know, diversity in our group and not a whole lot of different um, ethnicities. Well, the problem is, is people need to understand that diversity comes from within. Yeah. It's not what's on the outside of you. It's what's on the inside of you. You know, when you look at uh, people in general, I mean, what makes a person different? You could take a bunch of people from the from different different ethnicities or different races or, or or whatever, and they could all still think the same. Yeah, they yeah. could all still act the same. Yeah. So what's so diverse? Just the color of their skin, right? And and you, we were talking earlier. I mean that that to me is ridiculous. It is. It's absolutely <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. We were talking earlier how nowadays. They're, they're pushing this diversity thing 
but they want everybody to be the same. Yeah, the, the diverse all-inclusivity. Right? <laughs> I don't get it's 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 ridiculous that and no wonder why our kids are so confused, you know what I mean? They go to school and they get taught about diversity, and yet they're told to act like everybody and think like everybody else and, and treat everybody the, all the same and be okay with everything and be accepting of everything. How boring. Yeah, that's insane. That's not diversity. It's not. No. It's not diversity at all. And and you know what? I also want to say that social media screws that up too, because depending on what you like, what you click on, what you watch, depends on what they show you. I like what you said uh, last week, how they pigeonhole you. Yeah, well, they what, pigeonhole you. They do feed, you. It's what they feed you. Yeah. yeah. So they want diversity, but they're only going to show you the stuff that you like. That's not being diverse. That's not getting a different perspective. Well, I, I, I liken it a lot to like a dog, for instance, right? You got this pet and you give him dog food. Yeah. Right? <laughs> the old lamb and rice dog food. That's what I used to give my boxer. Oh, yeah. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You know it. Lamb and rice. Lamb and rice. Lamb and rice. And you go out to eat it. Let me tell you something. What happens when you give a dog people food? <laughs> a mess. <laughs> well, not a mess, but... They become beggars. Uh, yep, yeah. the expectation. They they want they've gotten the taste of something else oh, that's yeah. better. Yeah, and they want that. They don't want their dog food anymore. Yeah, mm. they want a little diversity in their lives. You know what I'm saying? It's like porn for dogs. Yeah, and it's like yeah, <laughs> but I mean that. But that's what they want. They want to force feed our culture today. These young people, dog food. Yeah, and they want them just to keep eating on the same food, consuming the same shit over and over again. And then, you know, being okay with it. And then what happens is, is true diversity is stepping outside the boundaries of that and trying something different and in and, and, and acclimating to other situations, environments, people, cultures. I mean, that's where true diversity comes from. And not only that, it comes from what, what from what's within. I mean, you could get with, like I said, a great with a group of people that all think the same, all act the same. That's not diversity. Now, and the funny part is, is we were talking about how they want you to be diverse, but then they want you to be the same. So once you start eating the same dog food over and over and over and not complaining about it anymore, the next group comes to you and goes, what are you doing only eating that? You're, you're, you're so, you know, sing singular. You, you don't think outside the box. You don't have any diversity. You don't know, you don't know any of these kind of people or this ethnicity or, or, or that type of person. So it's like, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Well, imagine a sports team, you know, if ever, if everybody was the same and everybody was a great running back, but nobody could catch the ball, right? Nobody could throw the ball and nobody could throw the ball. Nobody wants to block and nobody wants to tackle and the list goes on and on and on. I mean, there you go. We're all created as a masterpiece. Yeah. You know, when an artist paints a picture, he doesn't paint the same thing over and over and over and over again. Nope. And, and, And God is the same way when he created man, he's a, he's an artist. Everybody is different for a reason. And when we think about it from the aspect of, and I'm just going from the standpoint of a believer, some people have different faiths, backgrounds or whatever, but just from the simplicity of my, my faith is that it says that God created us in his image, which he's a creator, he's a lover, he's a this, he's a that, right? There's a great deal of diversity in that. So when he's creating us, he's not just painting a picture of our outward appearance, He's creating what's inside of us, the innards of who we are, our spirituality, spirituality, our, our person, you know, all those different things. And I think that that we've lost that in our culture today where yeah. 
What's going to make us truly different is different is who we are as a person. You right. know what I mean? How yeah. we walk things out, our morality, our humility, our character, our integrity, our passion, our dreams, our desires, our our gumption. I mean, all these different things that are bottled up inside of us that, you know, that permeate from us as a person, right? as a human being. Our likes, our wants, our personalities. That's what makes us diverse. Yeah. And for whatever reason, we're not embracing that. We, we, we say we are, but yet we're not. We're saying you, if you don't, if you don't agree, agree with this one group of people, then you hate them. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, if you don't, if you don't like this, then you're intolerant. If you don't support this, then you're a bigot. If you, uh, if you feel this way about that, then you're a racist. I mean, it, it's just where we are in a place of total and utter disarray when it comes to what true diversity is. And Ray, you hit on a lot of good points because just the men in this podcast, if you look at our backgrounds, we are a truly diverse group of guys. Right. Absolutely. I mean, now we have a lot of the same foundational uh, principles and ideals and things like that, but those have been formed over the course of our lives. We weren't always the same people that are sitting here today that we were back then. And we didn't all come up from the same upbringing or background or experiences that made us who we are. Right. Exactly. And I think the biggest thing is, is in, I know in a lot of the, the educational system nowadays, they're, they're pushing basically the simplicity of it. And they're sticking, like we said earlier with the ethnicities, not true. diversity. Well, it's not even ethnicity anymore. It's color of skin. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's cut through all the bullshit. It's not even about the ethnicities because, you know, right now, I mean, (laughs) you got this thing with Russia and Ukraine going on and, you know, Russians are white, but they're Russia. They're from Russia. Yeah. Their ethnicity is they're Russian, but their skin color is white, Mm -hmm. you know? Yep. And so there are, there, you know, there are people that are from Spain that are white, that are Spanish. Yeah. You know what I mean? Blonde hair, blue eyes. Right. And and then there are people that are, you know, from certain countries that are dark skinned or whatever, but that's not their ethnicity. That's the color of their skin. And that's, that's what they're having our kids and everybody focus on is skin tone rather than humanity. Yeah. The person that you're looking at, the individual you're dealing with. Right. Exactly. And and I think that's a big topic to touch on is is the color of skin, and that's what we need to uh, we really need to address. That's a good point, Ray, because uh, you know that's something we're gonna get really deep into. But right now, I want to take a quick break, and we'll get back into that as soon as we get back from our quick little promo from our producer. You're listening to the Battle Podcast, a GSR podcast production. What up, man? This is Fritz, producer of the Battle Podcast. Did you know the podcast is listener supported? We need sponsors such as yourself to grow and reach more people. Please consider a sponsorship or a gift today. A little goes a long way. Contact us at the Battle Podcast at gmail.com. That's the Battle Podcast at gmail.com. Welcome back, man. As we were saying before, we got. Uh, uh, we took a quick little break here. We are, as a as a culture today, focused too much on the color of skin rather than the ethnicity of people or the character or the or, or the morality of a person. Exactly, and that's what we touched on that just a little bit. Um, the I, I I almost think it's kind of lazy diversity. 
You know what I'm saying? I think that people think, well, I have a black friend. I have a brown friend. I have a Spanish friend. I have a, I've got, you know, all these different colored friends. I have an Indian friend. I have this, I have that. I'm a diverse person. Okay. Well, y'all live in the same neighborhood. Your parents all work at Disney. You're, you're growing up the exact same way. So how diverse are you really? You know, you see what I'm getting at? We're like, John, you grew up up north, up in Boston, right? Well, south of Boston, but we won't get, you know, technical. Yeah. 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 A little south of guy. But, but you grew up up there in the projects. Right. Right? I grew up in Florida, you know? And like I said, a lot of people would say the whole leave it to beaver type family. Now, now you didn't have that old silver spoon in your mouth. I didn't want to no, say that. No, I definitely, definitely didn't have a silver spoon in my mouth. But you weren't but living we hard, kid. You weren't living hard. Yeah, but we, we weren't living hard. But so John and I look similar. We have the same skin tone, but we are completely opposite of each other when it comes to the way we were brought up and the hard times and struggles we went through. And the way we were raised, yeah. Yeah. So you, you're, your parents were divorced. My parents were together. Right. Or still together. So, I mean, that's a whole, that's a whole nother piece of diversity. Well, I think you make a good point about that too. I mean, if you are looking at di true diversity, if you bring culture into the, the equation, which you should. Yes. Of course, now, if we're going to get, you know, technical and be real, we've lost a, lost a lot of culture in America because there's, uh, we're Americanized. People are Americanized. So mm -hmm. there's American culture. So even people from other countries that come here and have been here for generations, have lost that. I mean, you see groups of people that, you know, their, their, their culture, their ethnicity, you know, was founded on certain principles and values and stuff as their kids and their kids, kids got more and more Americanized. That's kind of gone to the wayside with, yeah. with old traditions right. and things of that nature. So there's an American, they become Americanized. So, but if you're talking about a group of people living in the same neighborhood, the only thing that would separate them is if there was some kind of cultural differences uh, traditionalism that's involved or, you know, that's part of their ethnicity. Yeah, there was, and, and the coolest part about that, probably when you were younger too, back when I was younger also, our neighbor, my neighbors were Korean. Mm -hmm. And very, the grandparents were super into the Korean culture. And they did a lot of their, um, I guess you'd call it old culture at the house. So they would do stuff in the garage where I, I guess it was like a, um, some type of church or something. And they'd have the garage door open and I would sit in the driveway and watch them. And, you know, watch them go through their, their rituals and, and stuff like that. That's, you know, true diversity. But like you said, by the, the time the parents and then down to the kids that were my age, it all kind of weaned off because as the grandparents passed away, those traditions stopped. Because it becomes the yep. American culture. Right. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So it's just consumerism. Oh, yeah, it is. I mean, if we're yeah. gonna keep it real, that's, wow. that's the American culture in a nutshell. Consumerism. Yeah, it's it's actually really scary when you think about it. That's a whole nother, that's <laughs> yeah. a whole other podcast. That's a thinker. Well, I think back when I was a kid, we had so many different you know ethnicities re represented. We had friends from that the families were from Poland. There was we had friends that were from Portugal. We had friends that were from Puerto Rico. I mean, uh, Cambodia. Spain. I mean, there was pockets of groups of people that, you know, in our little town that, you know, we had a place called Loney Cut and all the Portuguese lived over there, the majority mm -hmm. of them. Mm -hmm. And there was parts of the East side where a lot of the Cambodians lived over there and, and the Puerto Ricans and stuff like that. So there was different pockets of ethnicities growing up. But again, as you start growing 
And as generationals change, it becomes about being Americanized and it's now becomes the American culture. Yeah. And I have friends now that, you know, that are like, I've got Portuguese. I had a lot of Portuguese friends living in, in mass and, you know, they, they talk about the old country and the way that the, the women act and the way they treat the men and this, that, well, these younger females coming up that Americanize, they don't act like that. They don't live that way. They don't do things traditional anymore. Right. Because they become Americanized. Yeah. Right. So, so we're, we losing a little bit of that. And instead of us focusing on that, we get caught up in the color of somebody's skin, mm-hmm. which again, it doesn't, doesn't mean anything. No, not at all. It, it means zero. I want to, I want to, I want to kind of stretch this a little bit and uh, see what y'all's take is on it. Now, y'all know I grew up in Ocoee, which <laughs> was a, it was a redneck town. Redneckville. Yeah. Uh, it was behind the times, to say the least. So now here's some diversity for you. And this is my, my whole point on this is that not being diverse, everything you're going to come across, you're not going to want to accept. Now, hear me out. When I was growing up, the KKK was still prevalent in Okoe. Mm-hmm. I went to school with kids whose parents were in the KKK. So that is a form of diversity that, okay, here's a whole nother way that people think, that people live, that people believe, that people act. But you've got to know, you still got to have the morality in yourself. You know what I'm, you see what well, I'm that, getting at? That's the beauty of diversity. You have the ability to choose. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's being yeah. diverse is about choices too. I mean, and you look at it, I mean, people are very diverse in, in the music they listen to. People are mm-hmm. diverse in, in the style of clothing that they wear. People are diverse, you know, the way the cars that they drive. I mean, the diversity is, is about choice. I mean, no matter what you're born into or no matter what circumstances surround you, you still have a choice to make on what you yeah. want to do and who you want to be. I mean, I grew up around a bunch of crackheads and alcoholics and, mm-hmm. you know, a bunch of white trash, to be honest yeah. with you. Now, does that mean I have to be that way? Right. Just because I'm exposed to that? Absolutely not. And that's exactly what I was getting at, is that without diversity, you don't know of these bad things. Right. You have to, in my opinion, you have to experience other people's uh, mindsets, other people's beliefs, other people's wants. And like you said, you have to make a choice. Like when I was experiencing you know, watching these adults do what they were doing in my mind, I'm going, how do they even see that to be okay? You know what I'm saying? Yep. And that also when their kids would act a certain way, I would look at them and go, what in the hell makes you think that that's okay? And then you realize, oh, their parents are living like that. So let me show you another way. You know, that's where I was, you know, trying to get them to experience diversity. Let me show you the way I live my life. Let me show you what my parents do. Let me show you. And you need that. You know, it'll help you be compassionate for other people like, you know, divorced families or, or uh, people who lived in the projects, people who had a hard upbringing. It'll help you be compassionate for that. But it'll also help you know that's not right. Well, you it also helps that. you understand, too, that. Pain um, and suffering does not have a specific picture oh, yeah. that goes with it. 
is colorblind. Well, <laughs> not only that, yeah. There are people that are living in nice houses, making a lot of money that are absolutely miserable. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There are people that are growing up in so-called great families that there's stuff that goes on behind the scenes. We don't know everything about everybody. Right. And if we're not allowing ourselves to be diverse in the way that we think about things, and we just keep a certain mindset about everything, and it's just this way, and it's tunnel vision, mm -hmm. we're going to lose sight of a lot of things. Okay. And we're going to make a lot of assumptions, and we're going to get caught up in a lot of bullshit. Oh, yeah. And well, and social media helps us with that, because oh, yeah. you know people only expose us to to what they want us to see. And, yeah. and uh, there, there's filters. So they can even change their color. Yeah. And the way they look. And the way they look. Well, I'll give you a case in point like this one. Now, this whole thing went down with COVID, right? Mm -hmm. And the, the vaccinations first came out. You know, our governor made sure that the people that needed them the most, that needed to be protected the most, would get them first, which was the elderly. Right. 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 And you guys know as well as I do in our in our town, there were cars lined up for miles going up there and getting uh, vaccination shots for the elderly, right? Mm -hmm. But I got friends up in the Northeast that are calling me and saying that he's only putting uh, vaccinations in neighborhoods of people that got money. <laughs> you know, and it's like, where do you get this information? And it's like, well, I, it's all over the news. And then they're telling us, it's like, it's absolute and utter bullshit. Cause I, and that person is on the phone with me, arguing with me. That I'm full, that I don't know what I'm talking about. And I live in Florida and I'm seeing it for myself. I'm like, I right. live down the street from one of these places. Right. And not every neighborhood in the town that I live in is a nice neighborhood. And not mm -hmm. every person that lives in our town has money. Right. So, you know, they're not, they don't have a police officer out there doing bank account checks to see who's got <laughs> enough cash to get. <laughs> it's like, but, but this is the stuff that gets fed to people. Yeah. Yep which is absolute bullshit and people choose to just bite on it. And yeah. when somebody's trying to tell them, Hey, that's not the case. They've already made their mind up. And that's where the problem is. We don't have a diverse mind of thinking. That's the problem. Yeah. We have it. it we've, this country has done a great job of branding. Mm -hmm. And I've mentioned this on this podcast on more than one occasion. I'll continue to pound and beat this drum because we've done a great job of identifying what we are for and what we're against. Right. And so it's like you're either Coke or Pepsi. I've gone down this this yeah. list, but right. But the bottom line is, is that, you know, politicians, for instance, have recognized this and that's what they do. They've got people that are tied to a brand, whether you're a Democrat or Republican and mm -hmm. independent. Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so people that die hard this and die hard that regardless of what the truth is or regardless of what the information is, they don't care. This is what it is. This is what I'm going to do. Right. Desperate you know? to be right. And and we talk about diversity. That is not a diverse way of thinking. No. Nope. Nope. Not at all. That that is a a, a uh that is a herd mentality. Pigeonholing. And you know what's scary when you talk about the vaccination, they want to have herd immunity. Yeah. What a what a way to to inspire people to be a part of something. Oh. You want to be a part of herd immunity. Yeah. By getting vaccinated. Okay. And that's that's the whole thing, is is that we have People have manipulated and twisted what it is to be truly diverse so that they get everybody thinking the same way, feeling the same way, so they can easily control those people by their feelings rather than the facts. Bingo. Truth. I'm glad you brought that up. 
because that is that is just oh too true that when everybody thinks the same and everybody's on the same page and everybody's thinking like the politicians, they're easy to herd into the kennels. That's a bad idea. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up though about the uh, the uh, diversity of thinking because you can hang out with all different skin colors, all different ethnicities, but if you're not willing to have an open mind to what they're experiencing, you you're not going to improve yourself at all. Well, how ignorant? Just just take it like this: How ignorant is it? to label people by the color of their skin, because right. you could say, I went through, you know, white people in Europe and this, that. Okay. Well, you can look at black people. There are people from Jamaica, mm -hmm. people from Haiti, mm -hmm. people from Africa. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're not all the same. Nope. They all come from different ethnic backgrounds and different cultures. Yeah. The color of their skin does not make them the same. Nope. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's who they are and their upbringing and their culture. That's made them different. That's where the true diversity comes from. Right. And, and that's you know, right. You can you can sit there and the people from Mexico and Honduras and Nicaragua and all those different places, they may look similar, but they're not the same. Oh yeah. And and we get into this thing where we want to kind of group everybody and categorize everybody and say, well, that's what it is. I mean, you get the Chinese, you got the Japanese. Mm -hmm. You know? Hey, tell somebody from Puerto Rico you thought they were from Mexico and see how similar they are. Right. They'll, I mean, they'll jump off the rocker. But that's the point. We're living in a world today where we're trying to simplify it right. by just using skin tones and that's not to it. try to categorize people. And, yep. and we're, we're labeling it with diversity. And right. it's bullshit. Exactly. Okay. It's okay to be different. And it's okay to embrace your differences. You know, that was one of the things I was so looking forward to when I joined the Army back in 1995 because I wanted to experience a different life to be around multiple different people. I wanted to learn about culture. I wanted to learn about backgrounds. I wanted to learn about, you know, different neighborhoods and different places in America. I mean, what was it really like to live in Texas? I mean, how did you grow up in Florida? I mean, what's it like in California? I'm from Massachusetts. I grew up in some shithole projects and that was the only world I'd ever known. I was too poor to get outside of it and really do anything. I mean, hell, I didn't even see half of the state that I lived in. And, you know, I was just like, I'm gone. I'm out here and I'm in this situation and I've got this great experience. And I met some of the greatest people I'd ever met in my life. And instead of focusing on the color of their skin, I wanted to get to know the person that was behind all that. I wanted to know who they were, where they came from, how do they grow up? And I think we're losing sight of that in our country, man. Why are we getting so caught up in the bullshit? You know, it's really simple. Jesus said it best. Look at the heart of a man. I mean, it sounds so simple, but yet we screw it up every single day because we get caught up in the look of a man, whether he's poor, whether he's rich, you know, what is the color of his skin? I mean, where does he live? Does he live on this side of the tracks, that side of the tracks? What car, kind of car is he driving? What, what kind of a house they live in? I mean, all this bullshit that we get so caught up in and it means nothing. But the one thing that we get taught as believers is that it's about one thing, relationships. It's all about relationships. Are we taking the time to get to know people, to understand the person behind all of the facade, all of the picture, all of the color, all of the ethnicity? Are we allowing ourselves to dive in to get to know that person, to get to know them?
And I would just put it out there tonight, whoever's listening to this podcast, you know what? Take off the blinders. You know what? Better yet, why don't you put some on? That way you don't get caught up in what you see and you start focusing on more of what you know. Because when you do that, my friends, well, hell, that's where the rubber meets the road.